to my podcast, where I will be discussing Black women in computing. So I chose to frame this topic to highlight the experiences of Black women specifically, rather than women in computing or Black people in computing or people of color in computing. So I chose to frame this topic to highlight the experiences of Black women specifically, rather than women in computing or Black people in computing or people of color in computing. Um, Black women are really at this damaging intersection where um, they can be faced with prejudice because of race and gender. Without getting into, I guess, a whole host of other discriminations they can face with, like classism, ableism, sexualism, and so much more. While many of these experiences um, may relate to other women of color, I'm solely speaking to the experiences of Black women in computing and really my own lived experiences um, in computing. I know we're all plagued with our own particular stereotype threats and imposter syndromes that we have to overcome, but um, these are about black women in computing. So um, specifically, I seek to answer the question, why um, do black women choose not to pursue careers in computing? And additionally, why so many black women leave their careers in computing? So I feel like we've all heard tech companies, you know, use the cop out to this question by replying with, oh, well, there just aren't enough women graduating with technology related degrees. So why aren't black women pursuing degrees in computer science? Let's take a look at some facts. So according to computerscience.org, in the mid 1980s, 37% of computer science majors were women, but now only 18%. So Even though 57% of um, all bachelor's degrees are earned by women, only 12% of those are computer science degrees. And I really think much of this has to do with exposure before college. Many girls, I mean, many high schools don't have computer science classes. And, you know, this number even further lessens when you think about the tremendous amount of, you know, educational inequities black children are faced with. But that's a conversation for another time. Um... So growing up in the early 2000s, my favorite TV shows were of the likes of Kim Possible and The Proud Family, Dexter's Lab, and The Powerpuff Girls. And, you know, with the exception of Dexter's Lab, all these shows had cool, strong female leads. All of these shows also featured science in some way. Kim Possible had the 10-year-old computer genius. The Proud Family had Sticky, this cool tech nerd. Um, Obviously, Dexter had his entire laboratory. And the Powerpuff Girls had Professor Utonium, you know, their biochemist father figure. Um, But none of these shows really showed girls doing sciencey things, doing really anything science. Just the boys and benefiting off what the boys did. And this held true really for almost any show I can think about growing up. If there were shows with female scientists, um, they were so few that I can't even think about them or even relate to them. So, so with that being said, though, we never really saw ourselves as scientists. So naturally, we never took up an interest. And that type of influence can impact our lives forever. So um, how did I get here? It's a bit of ba- background about myself. I recently graduated from um, a small... PWI in South Louisiana. 
I graduated with my bachelor's of science in biology and I got a minor in computer science. Um, now I'm currently a first year PhD student studying biology and my research focuses in, in evolution and genetics. All my research though is exclusively computational. So I don't do any wet lab stuff like you think when you think biology. So everything I do is, is computational. But early in my undergraduate, I was looking for something to really um, enhance my biology degree. I knew I wasn't going to med school or any, prof pre any professional, professional school, like um, to be a dentist or a vet or anything like that. And I also knew I wasn't particularly interested in field work. I didn't really want to be outside that much. So through all my research, I stumbled across, you know, these computational biology jobs. Perfect. I can use biology and I can also stay inside. Um, but it had to do, you know, a lot of computer science, something that I was super unfamiliar with. So um, the next semester, I decided to take a computer science class as an elective. Um, and my first computer science class was unsurprisingly filled with white males. Um, of the 40-ish students in that class, there are only about four total women. Um, and I, of course, was the only black woman. And everyone seemed to know so much more than me. They were all very unfriendly and like not really willing to help. If you did ask for help, they were really short or would use, you know, tons of jargon. And at the time, like I was just so overwhelmed. Um, so my imposter syndrome was almost crippling, you know, even after making the highest grade on multiple tests, it still took me almost an entire year to realize that I was actually capable enough to be a programmer. Um, and after that, I obviously got a minor in computer science. But my internal battle definitely didn't stop there. It, that's really where it started. So as I've continued my, to progress my um, academic and professional career, I notice the spaces that I'm in now have become less and less diverse. I rarely feel included in the majority of these spaces and mostly feel tolerated. Um, so I've worked a few internships and some freelance tech jobs, but I spend most of my time, I guess, in the realm of academia. And from my personal experiences, I feel as though academia in industry approaches diversity fairly different. Um, but I've been fortunate, I've been really, really fortunate not to have faced any real, you know, over in your face, you know, like we hate you racism. The racism I do see and is, am faced with is like this covert racism. Like in academia, covert racism sounds more like, you know, your ideas aren't very strong or you don't really have the capacity to understand this. And I'm not really referring to constructive criticism because I'm actually quite a fan of constructive criticism. I love constructive criticism. I know it's, you know, necessary to make me proficient in academia, but I like it when it is constructive, when, you know, you're giving me something that I can, I can use to make myself better. And um, in industry, I guess the covert racism I've been faced with looks like giving me, you know, simple menial, menial projects while giving my less qualified male, white male counterpart, like these big, impressive projects that can be showed off to, you know, like higher ups. And then telling me that I have to teach him the basics and help him when he needs it. So I guess a bit of context about that internship. It was a, it was a small data science department of about five people. 
and everyone excluding myself was a white male between the ages of 22 and 35 so different um, and in industry and academia, I'm implicitly made to feel, I guess, different about my race and my gender. And knowing all these differences that I bring to a space makes me hyper aware, like all the attention my hair gets or being asked to be on these diversity initiatives and committees that I really don't have anything to do with or like know about. Um, but, you know, obviously they need to make these committees diverse. And what comes with that is this internal pressure, you know, to not live up to these harmful stereotypes that black women are really plagued with. Like, I don't want to be too assertive because then I'm aggressive and angry, but I don't want to be too passive because then it seems like I don't know what I'm talking about. And there are just a whole host of other, the other, um, like tough, tough mental things to deal with. You know, I don't want to make a mistake because then I'm just the, the under the less qualified diversity hire with, you know, no real credentials. So this battle is never ending. It's never ending. I guess I can see why many black girls would choose to avoid this and go for careers where they feel more supported and where there are more people that look like them. I also see why many black women would leave their tech careers. Tech jobs are not easy, but they're even more strenuous when you're up against all these extra obstacles. And all these extra obstacles that others don't really have to face. So now you're working twice as hard to be twice as better for half of the recognition. And that's really exhausting. Um, I think, you know, in the past, everybody everywhere has been so wrapped up with diversifying these spaces. You know, how do we get more diversity here? How do we get more black women here? How do we get more people of color in this space? that they really fail to make these spaces inclusive. Um, and young black girls notice that. They notice that when they go to apply for schools and when they choose what to study in school. So I think our focus needs to be on um, bringing diversity in, yes, and making these spaces inclusive to keep diversity there. So something to think about. I really enjoy talking about my experiences and my thoughts. I really hope others can relate and, more importantly, others can learn from this. Um, with that being said, I may just do more episodes because this is really fun, so stay tuned. Bye.